Hey guys, it's Courtney, and I wanted to share with you a free download that we have for you today on your ideal week. So we have a free template that's going to walk you through how to do an ideal week and start using it immediately. You can download it today at fullfocusplanner.com slash ideal week. I have a question for you too out of the gate here today. Did either of you have a goal that you've been working towards all year long that is coming to a close here in Q4? No. All year long? No. A lot of the year long, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, that counts. I mean, I just, I feel like this Q4 time is so important because a lot of times we have like one or two goals that have taken all year to like now is the finish line. It's like whether or not mm-hmm. we got there or didn't get there is actually like culminating into Q4. And so I, I know I have a goal like that. And so it's a little bit like, okay, you know, like this is, I actually talked about this in the last episode of like, this is the like the, this is the time like this is it. Uh, I guess it's kind of like fourth quarter in a football game, you know, where everybody's like holding up their fours, you know, like all right, this is it. Like d- just in case anybody didn't know in the stadium, it's the fourth <laughs> quarter. Okay, let's get our let's let's do this. Um, I feel like professionally, it's a little bit of that right now. Like this is it. Are we going to do it? or Are we going to do it? So now we're curious on your fourth quarter goal. Does this look like you're going to you're going to bring it home? You're going to bring home the gold on this fourth quarter goal? Yes. I mean, my mindset is yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. We're, well, Courtney, let me just say on behalf of the listening audience, we are so excited to watch your YouTube debut as a uh, breakdancing influencer on YouTube. We've been building the <laughs> channel up for a long time. And this is the moment you were inspired by Verbs last year. And I know it's taken a lot of work, but you can do it. And we will be the first subscribers. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, this is how it uh, all starts. She, she's becoming the Beyonce. So of our oh, whoa, it's, it's yeah. happening yeah. right now. You have to see it on YouTube on our channel. Courtney, you're going so fast. It's crazy, whoa. right, guys? <laughs> how did you do that on the table? Whoa. How did you do that on a table? That's the amazing part. Yeah, you're way further along <laughs> oh, on your goal. Oh, my gosh. So it's the fourth quarter. As Courtney said, whether it's a new breakdancing career you're trying to launch like she is or another big goal that feels like it's on the line and you've got to deliver, there is a temptation to just out of the excitement or out of the anxiety, whatever wherever you are on that spectrum, to just push and hustle. And and before you know it, you're just reacting to everything. And one of the tools that gets overlooked in seasons like this is the ideal week. But today we're here to show you that the busier you are, the more important your rhythms become. And specifically, we're going to help you reset your ideal week to serve you so that you can do your absolute best in the fourth quarter. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. 
Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, What's up, happy Verbs? Monday, guys. How, how, how goes Monday. it? Happy Monday. We've got three questions to help you reset your ideal week so that this fourth quarter you can do your absolute best work without burning yourself out. Verbs, why don't you give us question one? So question number one is to ask yourself, what must I do? What must I do? These are uh, the obligations, the commitments that you can't really get out of. And so you have to um, identify what those are. This can even be things that you do either at work or at home. For instance, you know, we have a project at our home that I'm trying to get done. The staining of a backyard fence, which as the cold weather comes, it becomes more important to get that done. So I can't move that around. Um, so it's it's something that's lodged now, in wait, there. Let me ask you, this fits. It's making it onto your ideal week <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have to put multiple coats on. So every Thursday, I'm staining my fence. It's not that it's not that he has it's not that he has to stain his fence, is that he he is a fence stainer. That's that's part of who he is. So it's become part of his ideal week. Hey, let let me finish. Can I I can bring my I can bring this around. I can bring it around. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. As I was saying, this may be work that's done either at work or at home. If you have home projects uh, that you know you have to complete, as I mentioned, the staining of a fence then you want to allot for those things in your ideal week or segment out things that you would normally do around the house, whether it's a one-time project, Courtney, or a (laughs) weekly or monthly project, whatever it may look like uh, for you and your situation, but you want to allot some time to get those done. Actually, I redact everything that I said because I love that idea. And I think sometimes when we're talking about personal projects, sometimes we don't account for those. And so when they do come up, we're just like frustrated because it's messing with what guys projects at your house, they're going to happen. Um, and so let's figure out like, when would be the ideal time for me to do those things? So right. props verbs. I like that idea after all. And not to mention also the items that you would normally do at work, whether it's um, setting aside a block of time for podcast recording, one-to-one meetings, uh, but putting those on a specific day within a specific slot. Uh, that way, ideally, as you look at your week, those are the times you want to hit those and avoid too much jumbling or overlap in the segments of your week. The second question you want to ask yourself, once you've identified your absolute firm obligations is to look at the things that you may want to start or stop doing. So ask, what do I want to start doing? What do I want to stop doing? These are things that on a weekly basis, perhaps you're committed to, but maybe you don't have to be committed to those things. Reevaluate the value of those on your calendar. Sometimes these are meetings, weekly meetings that you've committed to that maybe aren't serving the purpose that they once served. Maybe there's commitments, uh, small groups, memberships, things of that nature. Maybe you want to stop doing. Sometimes we we do a quarterly preview and we, or we look ahead and we go, well, I want to do this and this quarter, it's going to require a lot of this. So I'm going to start doing this and this and this so I can get my goal done. 
but we don't actually clear anything off of our plate. And then we wonder (laughs) why we feel so tired, exhausted, miserable, stressed, or ashamed that we didn't get the things done that we wanted to get done. So think about what you want to stop doing. Probably want to think about that first, right, guys? Like think about, well, what can I take off? And then (laughs) once you've hit the minus button, then think about what do I want to put in that place? Can you think of anything, Verbs or Courtney, any, any... thing that you've had to remove in order to make room for something, you know, or maybe you've even thought about that as we head, we're headed now in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think just thinking through, you know, what's, what you, what goes on on a weekly basis, but as you know what you want to accomplish or how you want to organize your week, I mean, some of those things that you want to stop doing is they could be smaller things that you actually enjoy or look forward to doing, but where they're placed in your week it kind of um, absorbs other time and energy and, and will throw off your week. For instance, you know, it's it's a good idea to grab, you know, a coffee with a friend. But if you do that before work on a Wednesday when you already have a stacked day of meetings and you know it's going to be more than just grabbing a quick coffee, it's going to be conversation. You got to get up earlier. You got to have your house uh, organized a little bit earlier before you can leave for work. And that was all for, you know, a 45 minute sit down for a cup of coffee. But you might need to say no to it on that day, but figure out a spot in your week where those sorts of things can happen or, you know, a lunch later on with a friend outside of work. Those kinds of things that can end up being it could be a, a, a lot bigger deal that, to get to those things by the time you're there. And then, you know, eating lunch um, and then bringing it back to the office and then you got to kind of kick back into work mode. So those can take more time than you actually think they are. Not that you shouldn't do them, but just finding little spots in your week where those may fit best uh, could be important. Yeah. An example that I've normally will uh when i started doing coaching i would just take coaching calls whenever cuz i was just hey I'll, you know i'm i'm learning the business learning the model training coaching whenever and recently I, I hit a point where i recognized you know i've got to consolidate down uh in terms of what days i can actually say yes to coaching calls because certain things had to start happening, just system maintenance operations wise, running this new business. And so I had to stop doing coaching on Fridays was the day that I chose and start what I put in its place was just buffer, (laughs) literally just a buffer. I have a three hour block on Friday mornings that just says maintenance (laughs) because I know, especially as busier, you know, the busier things get the harder it is to make time to maintain anything. So you can think about it that way too, as you're saying your ideal week is maybe there's things you got to stop doing or rearrange in your calendar. And maybe what you start doing is scheduling buffer. Be realistic with your real time and energy. You know, you wouldn't, don't make the ideal week. Well, if I'm I if I'm ideal, then this tool will work for me. Instead, <laughs> make the ideal week. Hey, if I'm totally not ideal, if things are hard, then this tool is going to make sure that the most important stuff still gets done. Question three is, what practices do I need to stay grounded? So I think this is a really important question. I think it's one that can kind of get overlooked when we you know, maybe if you just started out looking at an ideal week, you know, you're just probably thinking, okay, what do I need to do? What 
you know, how do I get all these things in here? You know, it's kind of like, how do I shove all the things in the container? And this question actually helps you look at it through a different lens of, okay, well, how do I get the rest that I need? You know, I can't just work with no rest. Like that's not going to last very long. So when and where can I build in the things that I need to rejuvenate? You know, that might be exercise or it might be, you know, hey, on Thursday nights, that's the ideal time for me to go connect with other people. It may be that, you know, on Wednesday mornings, you know, you walk your neighborhood with a friend, whatever those things are that really give you the fuel to drive all these other activities in your ideal week. And maybe even as simple as like, this is when I do my evening ritual. This is when I go to bed. Uh, we always joke, we've talked a lot about sleep on this podcast and we always kind of joke about it because it feels somewhat juvenile to talk about going to bed. <laughs> but it's it's actually still important for us. Uh, and I don't know about YouTube, but this person has a big birthday this year. Um, still talking about bedtime for this person. Um, so this <laughs> is just when are you, when can you, when is the ideal time for those things? Again, I think it's without this practice of asking those questions. If we don't know what the ideal is, there's no way that we're going to get anywhere close to it. And so this this question I think is a really important one. You one thing you mentioned that was interesting to me about that, Courtney, was the connection with other people. Well, this is when I do this with a friend. And that's just such a great reminder that you don't want to productivity your way out of relationships because mm -hmm. relationships are what's going to help keep you grounded and keep you motivated, keep you inspired. And ultimately keep you productive in what could be a really intense quarter for you. So that was a great reminder just to consider that in your ideal week. It's not just when am I going to do all this work and how can I optimize, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'm a person. When am mm -hmm. I going to connect with friends, my most important relationships, those life-giving connection points? When are those going to happen? And before we move uh, too quickly on to the next segment, uh, Courtney, you mentioned you had a big birthday coming up. Yes. Okay. And only Courtney has this birthday coming up. So Not it's true. just Courtney. Not this, true. Are you only Courtney. Not Is this true. an indication that you're switching you're switching brackets, right? You're going from a and so one bracket to the Nick. next. I'm entering into that uh that like twenty five, twenty six insurance bracket for auto insurance. <laughs> that's that's where I'm headed into, yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. Same. Ditto. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks, 
to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. For this part of our show, we have one of our Full Focus Planner certified pros. And if you're new here, these are folks that have been trained by us and can help people get trained to use the Full Focus Planner better. And so right out of the gate, if you're interested in maybe accelerating your usage of the planner or just need some added accountability or some goal accountability, our Full Focus Planner certified pros are a great place to find that. And so I am going to invite Cindy on. She's one of our Full Focus Planner certified pros, but also a business accelerator client and does coaching with us. And I got to be with Cindy just like two weeks ago. And I didn't even know she was going to be on the show today. So Cindy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Would you share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So uh, I own a cleaning company in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I am on the cusp of launching a coaching teaching program to teach other people how to start their own cleaning business, whether it's solo or a company with employees. And I'm actually, uh, as part of their welcome kit, they're getting a full focus planner. They're getting the Win at Work, um, Succeed at Life, and a uh, No Fail Habits book that's like in their welcome kit. And I'm going to be using the full focus planner, like literally this, if you want to accomplish this this week, this should be your daily big three, this should be on your weekly big three. Like we're using it, it's going to be integral in our in our program. That is amazing. Is your business called like full focus cleaning? Because I kind of love it. <laughs> no, it's uh, cleaning up. Cleaning up is the that name of our. That is awesome. Yep. I love yeah. that. So, yeah. That is amazing. And thank you for including us as part of what you're doing. I just love oh, yeah. um, the way that so many of you are integrating the full focus planner into the service that you provide in a really like creative way. And I think it's like a win, 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 you know, for everybody involved. Well, it, that's it awesome. Is. How did you become a planner user? Uh, you know, I before I joined Business Accelerator two years ago, um, I was kind of an off on again, off again person. I would use it sometimes, use it not sometimes. And in the last three years, three to four years, my work has gotten a lot more focused and I have ADHD, mm-hmm. I have a pretty good hefty case of ADHD. So planning is even more important. Um, and yeah. I would say the last two years, it's just been really the saving grace for me. So in in addition to medication that I've started about a year ago, that was also extremely helpful too. So yeah. Do you mind speaking a little more towards that of how mm-hmm. the planner and um, how utilizing that has helped you with ADHD? Sure. So um, a lot of people think ADHD means you can't focus at all. And it that 
isn't exactly what it means. It means mm-hmm. that we can't regulate when we need to focus. So if there's something we like to do, we can hyper-focus and hyper-plan in some ways. But if it's something we don't like to do, laundry, something at work, um, we can just put it off, put it off, put it off. And you might think, okay, that's procrastination, but it's it's in a chronic way. Um, and, and it has real life consequences, you know, of not meeting deadlines and things like that. So um, the other thing that I tend to uh, struggle with is inattention, like total um, distractions. And so for me, the the three things that I really struggle with are attention and focus, whether it's one thing, one task, one activity, um, organizing and prioritizing my thoughts, my projects, my tasks, my days, um, and time management and meeting deadlines. And so how the full focus planner helps me is I re- it reduces distractions because my full focus planner does not ding at me and there's no Facebook on there, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> which is really good. It also provides just a phenomenal structure and scaffolding for breaking down my goals and projects into manageable chunks. And that is one of the biggest things that helps anybody, whether you're a student or a, a grown-up with ADHD, is breaking things down. So that is just the thing in the in the full focus planner. And then the last thing that it helps me do is it helps me use an external tool to manage my time. So I I have my ideal week and I say, all right, this is the time I'm going to do my um, workday startup. And that's when I look at email and Slack and go down a couple of Facebook hole, rabbit holes. Um, and then I also do that at lunch and at the workday shutdown. But if I look at, if and I have everything over on another monitor so that also I don't get distracted. So that's another thing I do. Um, and so I just, I really love how the planner provides the scaffolding that our brains need and also normal folks need too, because our lives are really complex anymore. Even if you don't have ADHD, it's just, it's complex. Well, thank you for sharing about that. I know that this comes up a lot in the Full Focus Planner community. So if this is, mm-hmm. if you have ADHD and have questions about this, certainly go to the planner community and ask them. You know, it's such a wonderful group of people to help um, you know, provide experiences, things that have worked, don't work, all that, those good things. And, you know, even tagging Cindy, you know, to maybe give her experience. Um, and, or if you're interested in working with some of our certified mm-hmm. pros like Cindy, you can always find them at fullfocus.co slash directory. All right, Cindy, I'm Curious. I mean, it seems like the planner really has so many different, you know, tentacles for you and like using it yourself, now starting it, you know, to use it with um, your coaching services for starting cleaning businesses. Um, I wonder if you kind of can even step back and, and pull up to a 3,000 foot view and just talk about know, how the planner has impacted your life? I would say probably the biggest thing is it has done is really shine a spotlight focus on goals, Mm. really goals and being able to, it's not just a, at 12 months from now, I want, you know, to lose 50 pounds or whatever. It's okay. So if I want to be my healthiest body, 
What does that mean each quarter? What does that mean each week, each day? Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's a personal goal, for example, or even a work goal. So if I want to launch this in the next, you know, four weeks, here's what we have to have done in the next two weeks and then one week. And just really breaking things down to something that I think, 50, I can't lose 50 pounds, but oh, wait, I can go exercise three times this week. You know, I can do that. And so it really takes the large, not impossible, but overwhelming, something that could Mm -hmm. feel impossible to something that is very doable. And what has that meant for you? I mean, if you kind of look back over the last few years without the planner, you know, are Mm -hmm. there things that you might not have been able to accomplish without that, you know, ability to distill those goals down? I would say... It has helped me when um, when things come up, you know, pandemics. I mean, who, who, mm-hmm. who thought of a pandemic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really threw things into so much chaos with my business. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think when things were chaotic is when I used my planner the most because mm-hmm. I could not, I just couldn't um, rely on my memory. Mm-hmm. I couldn't rely on, oh, I'll just remember to get that done. No, no, no. I had to write down everything, everything, every voicemail, put a check next to everything that was completed. That is the only way I was able to survive and grow through the pandemic, for example. That's amazing. Okay, this is uh, my last question, but probably my favorite. You know, what <laughs> is your your favorite planner hack that you do with the planner? So something I do is um, I will put in large boxes of time and I call them time boxing or sometimes people call it the Pomodoro technique. And so like if I have a two hour chunk where I need to get done a bunch of writing, um, I literally use my timer and it's a little hexagonal timer. And so my planner, I'll have two hours, but obviously I would go crazy if I thought I can't sit still for two hours, but I can sit still for 20 minutes boom, there's my 20 minute timer. And then I do whatever it is I need to do. And then I give myself a five minute break. (laughs) And I look at, you know, Facebook or whatever it is I need to do. Um, And so that way, I use the time boxing or Pomodoro technique, however you want to call it, with my planner, and I'm able to put in big chunks of things to do. But again, it breaks it down into manageable chunks, I can sit down for 25 minutes. I right, love that. Right. And now I need the link to that uh, little clock <laughs> you have there. Um, yes, it's awesome. It's it's on Amazon. Yes. It's a can we get that timer. in the show notes, Nick? We can <laughs> we can find that. Okay. Great. And I and I did this instead of my phone because my phone is distraction. Yes. So this yes. is just super simple. Yeah, I love that. And it's a physical, I f- sometimes fine with a tool like that. Sometimes it reminds you that you have that at your disposal. Like, oh, why don't I set this for 20 minutes? You know, to use that when sometimes it's like your phone has so many resources on it, sometimes you forget about everything that's there. So that's a fantastic tip. And again, I just want to remind everybody, if you're looking for someone that is a certified pro that's been trained by us and can help you utilize your planner at a higher level. Um, There's so many different things that they can help you with. And again, you know, I've actually had people ask like, why would I need help using a planner? 
This is not just a planner that you buy at Target, you know, and write the, you know, the date at the top. This is a system to help you achieve the life that you want, to achieve the goals you want. And so I don't know about you. I think for Cindy and Nick and I, we would say that's incredibly valuable. Uh, so again, if you're interested in working with a Full Focus Planner Certified Pro, you can find them um, in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook, but also at fullfocus.co slash directory. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to see you again. Um, and I know I'm really excited for the launch of your business and look forward to seeing you at our next round of Business Accelerator Intensives. Thank you. Thanks, Cindy. Today's tip to level up your focus is to schedule an hour on your calendar this week to revisit your ideal week. If you use a full focus planner, you'll find it in your planner. If you don't and need a template to conduct an ideal week, go to fullfocusplanner.com slash ideal week to download your copy today. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so please Tell your friends about it. If you have not already, join us in our Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. Lots of great conversations going around planner usage, lots of tips, lots of advice. And maybe you have some advice you'd like to submit as well. But until next time, we will be here next Monday with a brand new episode. So until then. Stay focused. Stay focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.